Yo, thanks for joining us. You're listening to Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. This is a weekly podcast that has not been canceled because of the pandemic yet, where we talk about movies, TV, music, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to. Go ahead and subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's Instagram, PressPlayAR. In episode 34, we'll discuss some more movie pushbacks from Lionsgate, the AMC and Universal feud, coronavirus and us update, and much more, including our reaction to The Matrix in 4K. Riz will let you know about the DVDs and music that are available now. We'll play Six Degrees of Separation and stay tuned for our fact of the week. But first, quick news. Okay, so Sony recently came out with uh, a new title for their Marvel-inspired movies. Uh, as you know, uh, Sony is still has a custody battle with Spider-Man and a couple of their rights. Yeah, Sony, um, Sony has the rights for Spider-Man and his general rogue gallery. Yeah, and his universe. Uh, basically, it's like what's going on with Hulk, where Sony owns... Uh, Spider-Man solo movies. Right. But, but they made a deal with Marvel Studios correct. to to lend Spider-Man over and Marvel characters over to the Spider-Man universe in Sony films. So that's why you see Iron Man and and Gwyneth Paltrow in in, uh, in Spider in the Spider-Man movies and yeah. and Spider-Man has been in in several of the others. I mean, it's all Marvel. It's just Marvel who's producing it had, or who's making it, yeah. Exactly. Just like uh, Fox used to own the X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four, but now, uh, of course, uh, Disney owns Fox and Disney owns Marvel, so now it's all under one tent. Eventually, Disney will own any everything. So Soon, yeah. Predictions from The Simpsons will come true, as they always do. It's only a matter of time. So, uh, what was the... the you big- have... Yeah, you have MCU, which is Marvel Cinematic Universe, DCEU, which is DC Extended Universe, uh, and what other universes are out there... Uh, but regardless, we're talking the about the Weedenverse. Oh, it, does that really exist? Weedenverse, yeah, Buffy and Angel. Oh, I okay. believe they call it. Or is that the Buffverse or the, the yeah? Go so ahead. if you want to get into like your own little cult fans, there's you know. always some sort of verse. But Sony uh, decides to name their Spider-Man universe, which is Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel characters. Quite a mouthful. Pretty much, yeah. Um, So when you originally told me this, uh, I honestly expected it to be changed within 24 hours because it was just a crazy-ass mouthful. I remember when they named um, Joe Robbie Stadium Pro Player Park, and that lasted less than 24 hours. They had to change it because people were like, Pro Player Park? Pro Player Park? What the... F is that so they changed it and I'm like this this won't last 24 hours I think it's been 48 hours I don't like it SPU of MC Spumic 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 yeah Spumic 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 that does I don't not give a sound, spump that does not sound right <laughs> Bump. So, you know, um, we have Morbius uh, movie. Pro Player Park. <laughs> Mor- Mor- <laughs> Morbius' movie that's coming out. Uh, and after that, it is Venom 
uh, uh, released uh, a carnage. I think that's there will be carnage, or there will be carnage. I'm so disappointed that they that they pushed it back. I mean, I knew it was probably coming, but I was hoping that they, they'd be able to keep it to October. Yeah, and the rumor, uh, cat. Black Cat and Silver Sable spinoff that we talked about last week on Disney Plus. And, you know, I think in in Marvel, Marvel Comics, I think Spider-Man has the best rogue gallery. As, like, comparison to Batman's rogue gallery, Spider-Man's... I would, yeah, I would say um, it's up there, like, Batman and his rogue gallery for DC. Yes. And then Spider-Man for Marvel. Um... Even though Batman, I I think is oh yeah times yeah better. Of course, I I believe too. I believe so too, and I and I agree. So that's the new name. It's Sony Pictures Universe for Marvel characters. Um, Spumic. Off to the topic. I yes. just read recently some leaked images, or not leaked images, uh, leaked uh, plans for the new Universal Studios park. I really have not... We're not going to talk about it on this episode because I really want to investigate more and make sure things are not rumors or not fake or whatever. But most likely next week, I'll have something for you and for for the listeners as well. Damn, I'm excited. Stay tuned, listeners. Uh, I will be going crazy waiting for that. (laughs) Uh, The next news is, uh, if you guys remember, uh, Mad TV was a... Or is, if it, it is, a magazine. Did it? Mad TV, or you mean Mad Magazine? Or Mad Magazine, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, where they, um, yeah, I remember Spy vs. Spy. Yeah, that's where I was trying to segue into. Didn't they they do cartoons on Mad TV of yes. Spy vs. Spy? Correct, which originally started with Mad Magazine, uh, then to Mad TV is where I was trying to you get to. You know what? I don't think, I think I'm today years old. Where I've connected Mad Magazine to Mag TV, I had no idea that what? they were the same thing. I remember. I even remember Mad Magazine before Mad TV as a kid. I mean, I, I grew up in the '90s, and it's been going on for a while. I remember the magazine. No, don't get me wrong, but I had no idea that, that they that <laughs> they were connected in any way. Yeah. I had no idea. Mind blown. And I even knew that that Spy vs. Spy was in the magazine and the show. Oh my gosh, where where, where have I been? And uh, Mad TV, for those millennials or Generation Zers or whoever you are, uh, don't know, was a sketch comedy show about just uh, an adult variety version of all that. Well, there was a there was a reboot like last year, so I think the the Gen Zers or whatever would know. They watch the CW. I guess if they're not keeping up with a Kardashian. <laughs> oh, please don't keep up with the Kardashians. Um, and keep up with us. So keep up with Augie and Riz, not the Kardashians. Exactly. So uh, what we have been trying to get to for the past three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> is that they're doing a spy versus spy movie based on Mad Magazine slash Mad TV. Um, and this is live action? I think it's going to be animated. No uh, the movie is being helmed by Ross and Marshall Thurble, or Thurber, I'm sorry, the director of Dodgeball. And Ron Howard and Brian Grazer are set to produce the film. I I feel like I remember hearing about this years ago. You are but, right. But a live action version. You are right. There was a other director um, attached and never and never um, 
that never uh, came to fruition. Correct. And Ron Howard originally, since it began, you know, talk about it, was behind the the movie okay. from the beginning. Um, uh, well, let's let's see how that. I'm I'm excited. I mean, it was like a comic book uh, or like a cartoon. Like Wally Coyote type, like yeah. I'm gonna get you using like weird bombs or weird shafts and stuff to to, to capture the yeah. the opposite. And one was black and one was white, but they 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 looked exactly the the same. It was like some like triangular. They had like uh, a design. weird. Um... And then they laughed like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a um like a competition between them, I guess. Yeah. That they just they had Who to can, like, one up smart. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked it. Um, all right, so I'm looking forward to that. Very cool. Cool. So the next thing we have is the ongoing feud of AMC and Universal. That's right. We kind of discussed it a little bit uh, in the last, I think, couple podcasts about this feud where they're, they've been going back and forth. Uh, basically, movie theaters, um, AMC, obviously, the mu- movie theater, not the... Um, is it AMC? Not not the the cable channel. Whatever. The movie theater. Basically, movie theaters want to have a window of time where, like, before a movie hits uh, DVD or video on demand. So people can't just be like, oh, well, I'll just wait next week for the, the, the movie to come out on video on demand and pay $5 instead of taking my family to see it for, you know... 30 or 40 compared to, or, you know, depending on how much they get at the concessions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the basic feud is, and this is all started because of the coronavirus and like the troll movie that has done amazing uh, on video on demand. Now Universal's like, well, why don't we, we're making so much more this way. And the movie theaters are like, uh-uh, we, we want that time. That's we're we're paying you. We're paying you for the rights to your movie, so we have this time, so we can make money off of it. And then you get to make a make money off of us paying for it, and then b later on off of video on demand. Uh, what what was there a, a development there? Well, it, it, you yeah, you explained it pretty well there. You know, it and due to the coronavirus, I guess studios and movie theaters. Uh, made a pass on this this one time to let movies be on uh, pay-per-view or paid video on demand. Right. You know, for kids and for families and all this stuff and because of the thing that's going on. And you can, and you can understand why they would allow it. I mean, a, a lot of these movies aren't even going to hit... Um, hit theaters at all, but for them to, to turn around and be like, let's do this all the time now... And it's like how you said, due to the troll movie, uh, the mo- the money that they got was one hundred million dollars. Oh my god! Just on the paid video on demand, which compared to the original troll movie that made one hundred and fifty three million dollars, the good news on their end, on Universal Studio end, is that they don't have to pay movie theaters. They, well, it's uh, they. Uh, they get to pocket they, it. They don't pay movie theaters. They um they pay for the promotion. You know what I mean? Well, okay, okay. So like, if they can, if they don't have to like promote the movies for movie theaters and just like just go straight fast forward to video on demand and still make that money, 
That's huge. And that's more money in their pocket. So that's why they decided, hey, now from now on, all the movies that we're going to release on the theater, we're also going to release it on uh, paid video on demand. So AMC is basically saying that they aren't, they aren't going to show their their movies anymore, universal movies anymore. No, AMC will no longer play any universal movies in any of their theaters in the United States, Europe, or Middle East. And due to the fact that Universal is not playing by the rules of allowing that that uh, it's a, a three month gap, right? Yeah, it's a ninety days at least. And Universal better be careful because they have three movies that are in the billion dollar budget franchise you have jurassic park mm-hmm. you have no time to die and then yep. you have the fast and the furious that was pushed back to next year right so if they want that big big b blockbuster money they really need to like recollect themselves on that on that matter i mean you freaking learn i guess that what they can do is do what disney plus is doing maybe do spin-off movies that go straight to video on demand and make huge money. But um but not these gigantic movies that you're going to screw the movie theaters over for, you know? Mo- going to the movies is 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 like a, a an American pastime for so many of us. I agree. And oh, yeah. and video on demand will kill it, you know what I mean? <laughs> In a heartbeat. In so, a heartbeat. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Regal Cinema is also, also siding with AMC good. theaters as well. I think I read that. Um, I honestly think Universal will eventually flinch and they will end up, you know, making some sort of deal to, to not do this. I hope so, because it's 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 a bad practice. You know, it's you, you got to you got to allow every step or every function of yes. releasing these movies to their time to make their money. Correct. You know? I, and I agree with you 100%. And I think that what Universal is doing is being a little, a little too greedy. Too greedy. Yeah. Too greedy. Mm-hmm. Anything right. else you want to say? We'll keep you posted on the AMC Universal feud. Yeah. Hopefully uh, Universal uh, folds. So I was reading that... Um, Lionsgate uh-huh. um, has just pushed back uh, some some of their movies. Okay. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4, which I've heard amazing things about this series. About that franchise, yeah. And I, I, I need to like sit down and... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll pick up the trilogy on, on Blu-ray one day and just sit down and, and watch it because I'm hearing amazing things. Everyone says it's a great, it's a I great know. movie. I know. Uh, the uh, chapter four has been pushed back uh, a full year, damn, to May 27, 2022. Now, that movie hasn't been filmed yet because oh, okay. uh, Keanu, is, Keanu is working on Matrix 4. Which and is that also is stalled. Stalled. Wow. So we're constantly talking about the ripple effect of this coronavirus of how a movie is being stalled due to another movie because of another movie. Yeah. Uh, Spiral, the saw, the saw, sort of revival, sort of like a reboot on the side uh, spin-off. spinoff type thing, starring Chris Rock, which I'm kind of intrigued by. Uh, has been uh, is now set for May 21st, 2021. Yeah. Oh shit! 
I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It sucks it's been pushed back, but it was again... Going, it was going to be released this May, this month. I'll be alright. I'm sorry, <laughs> Handsome. I know you were really looking forward to that movie. It, it was going to You're be released this You're very curious about May, it. Right? Yeah. Uh, Ante- Antebellum, the horror film starring Janelle Monet, has been pushed back to August 21st. That movie looks amazing as well. Mm-hmm. It's uh, produced by... Uh, the guy that did, um, what's his name? Us? Bloomhouse? The guy that did Us. Oh. He directed Us. <laughs> Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. There's there's a party going on. What Hold on, age? guys. There's like, our neighbor across the street are oh, taking, taking pictures with alcohol. Let's go over and join them. No. Hey, guys. We're two cool gay guys with a podcast. Can we join you? Can we talk to you about coronavirus and the implication that it's having in our society? Get the hell and away why from exactly you guys aren't standing six feet apart. And they're not wearing masks. Oh, oh some of them are. Oh, yeah. they're gyrating. <gasps> Look at them. They, oh. This is so TikTok. We All did right, not if, if know. You, if you see a TikTok with a yellow car and people dancing around it, oh my God. it's in front of our I fucking house. I am going house. to film this <laughs> so I can put it in our Instagram. Do, does uh, Press Play with Augie and Riz have a TikTok? No. That's like the latest thing. We need to like we Gen don't Z this shit. We don't have that. We need. I think I like, got caught trying to film them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a fifth person. There's a bunch of people. One, two, three, four. Yeah. He's wearing. Okay, so they're all having fun. <laughs> oh, they're all ha- they're all doing long distance hugs. hugs. I love it. Aw, so cute. Let me take a picture of that. Snappy snap. <laughs> okay. Look at them. It's so that's so TikTok. I bet you a billion dollars. It's like long distance hug. That's really great. Oh, buddies forever, th- even through the coronavirus. Anyways, um, yeah. Let them have their fun. They deserve it. They look like they're practicing social distancing, and some yeah. of them are wearing the mask. Uh, one is a Heat fan. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, the Nicolas Cage movie meta film. Uh, the one that we talked about with uh, Quentin Tarantino, where he is like the John oh, it's, Malkovich. It's, is it called Twenty Twenty? No, no, I can't find the name. Uh, of it. it no, that's the Janelle that's been pushed back to August twenty first, twenty twenty, and the meta film led by Nicholas Hage holds its spot for no March twenty ninth. But we don't know the name of that one. No. Oh, it, it's unnamed currently. Okay, so the one where we talked about. Nicholas Cage trying to pitch a movie starring Nicholas Cage as Nicholas Cage. Yes. Or something stupid like that. Correct. Three things that I fucking hate. Nicholas Cage. All right, so <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, Hercules live action is it's it's in its early stages. You mean uh, the Disney version of the live action? Correct. What? Yes. Yes. The Russo brothers are producing it, and Dave Callahan is writing the script. He is credited for the franchise of The Expendables and the next Marvel movie, which is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Awesome. Uh, no cast has been yet, but due to social me- uh, media, Ariana Grande a couple of days ago... Uh, tweeted oh, or did something 
uh, Hercules inspired with doing the Meg song, I Won't Say I'm In Love. And let's be honest, Meg had the ponytail and she's known for ponytails. I think that's too fucking obvious. Let's be honest. I think like for Meg should be a very tall, statuesque, brown haired girl. Like, I mean, obviously that brown hair doesn't, you know, you can dye it, you know, but Meg is more like long, lanky. I would say like like Colby Smolder yeah. body type. But I'm thinking like someone I think for both the leads would be early twenties for this one. Because Hercules, I think, uh comes of age and discovers that he's he's a step god or something. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen this seen this movie. So he would have been like around eighteen, nineteen, twenty. So early twenties for both of them. So I love Colby Smolders. But I see that I know you're just saying the form. I see that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know these young actors. And uh, also, Idris Elba is being thrown around. Maybe Hercules. Who knows? I mean, not Hercules. My bad. Maybe Zeus. I'm like, didn't I just say early (laughs) twenties? He's not. He's not even. That'd be amazing. Uh, And then uh, a um, uh, uh, a a person of color playing Hercules. That they're trying to petition also for Danny DeVito to reprise his role as uh, Phil. That would be amazing. Uh, that would be cool. So I would hope that it would be like a Clash of the Titan type action movie and not too tongue in cheek and cheeky. And I don't know. I want the songs. I don't care. I want the songs. I, I think like Hercules has, has a great soundtrack. I agree. We recently watched. Uh, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, which I don't know that you've ever seen it, or if you did, you didn't remember it. I don't remember it. It was years ago. Um, and the songs in that are are flipping amazing. It's just, it's beautiful. It's um, I don't know. It's not a kids movie, you know. Like you can under you can see where they tried to make it a kids movie with the gargoyles and shit, but it's very, very depressing when he's being um ridiculed or or at the fair and he doesn't know it yeah and that it's like so heartbreaking where he's just happy that people are recognizing him but he doesn't see that behind that it's actually they're 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 making fun of him yeah uh but uh, again for updates we'll keep you posted on this hercules live action movie and assuming i'm sure they'll eventually do hunchback as well it's probably somewhere in their uh wheelhouse in their wheelhouse and their schedule so coronavirus and us we have come to the segment of the show where we talk about us and what have we been up to during this pandemic well let me tell you not a lot absolutely not (laughs) everything not a lot uh uh, some of you know, if you guys don't know, we are based or we live in Miami and uh, our governor has partially opened the state, excluding Miami-Dade, Broward and Palm Beach County. And our dear governor, he's he's saying no draconian measures are being used in my state. Like, you know, you can't be arrested, blah, 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 blah. Um, he doesn't know what's going on in his state. And I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying he doesn't know what's going on because there's signs over at Open Space Park saying if you go on that beach, you could be arrested for 30 days and be fined $600. Which is ridiculous. So it is ridiculous, but that it needs to be done, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's I'm sure it's more of a threat. They'll take people in or they'll warn people. But 
I'm, I, th- my point is that he doesn't know what's going on in the state, and he's opening up basically all the counties that that voted for him. But this is not a podcast about politics. We just want to keep you updated on how we are coping. So in our county, at least... He makes the meth head look like a viable option. Uh, well, yes. I, I mean, I voted for the meth head. Um, anyways... Uh, they open some parks, but the amenities are not open, such as uh, outdoor gyms, uh, pavilions, and dog parks. And this morning we went, and it wasn't that packed. Uh, we no. do we don't go to a, a popular beach like Miami Beach, South Beach, although that Brenda shout out to Brenda, owner of Sugar Tooth Gang. Um, Sugar Tooth Gang. Yeah. What is that? Well, Sugar Tooth Gang is a cookie company. <laughs> I need the script. Oh, wait. That's right. You you've given me their cookies. Oh my! She did the Buffy cookies, right? Yes, yes. Those were amazing, delicious. Uh, like they they were designed amazingly, and they tasted even better. So hit Sugar Tooth Gang up on Instagram. Yes, yes. I love them. Hi, Brenda. So she says that Miami Beach is closed completely. Like the parks, everything is. But yeah. we go to uh, a small beach. Uh, just north of Miami Beach, and it wasn't that packed. Yeah, uh, there were joggers, bikers, people with their dogs, and it was everyone was supposed to be wearing a mask. We did see like two people not like walking along without a mask. And um, then, okay, uh, rant. I'm about to rant. If there's signs everywhere that indicate, especially this also happens in Publix in the supermarket, where like they're trying to make sure that everyone is going one way. So I guess to uh, not spread the coronavirus by people going in the opposite direction. So in the park, there's a trail that says, hey, this trail is a one-way trail. Yet people don't listen to that or read that, but say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm too privileged. I don't want to do this. I think I I can break these rules. And the same thing that happens in supermarket at our local Publix. Like each aisle is like a one-way aisle. So if you want to go to the one aisle that's yeah you know not the one way you want to go to which i'm gonna be honest i hope they adopt that forever because i kind of like it because it gets fucking crowded and it, it flew it flows even better yeah and then you have those assholes that thinks that they fucking only shop alone and they leave the shopping cart mm-hmm. in the middle of the aisle and then they go to okay so i'm digressing <laughs> anyways it's a beautiful day uh, it was nice. Uh, we had breakfast at Denny's. We didn't know. Well, we ordered it for curbside. Uh, we didn't know that we could eat in the park, but now we know we can. We just can't use the pavilions. Yeah. Um, but the regular picnic tables, we can use it. And we're just uh, trying to we- make it as as normal as our usual weekends are. Yeah, we were originally going to go there to, to run and then eat. Um, but we ended up. Uh, picking up Denny's and then going and um, eating in the car. It was nice to get out and like see different things. It was depressing to see the closed dog park because that's where we take our dogs. Yes. Um, but it was nice to walk around. We kept our social distance. Uh, you know, it wasn't that crowded. I would have felt like a little uncomfortable if it was a shitload of people. Um, but it wasn't crowded. We we passed a few people. There was a very friendly guy saying good morning to everyone. Um, and then, you know, a couple of people walking along without their masks and I'm like, all right, but the, the, the rule is that 
if you're running um, or on the bike, you you don't have to wear a mask. Or yeah, which I understand because I would fucking pass out. You yeah, it's it sucks. Yeah. Um, um, and other than that, we've been doing a lot of housework. Uh, we've been hanging up a lot of pictures. We got a TV. Uh, because... And we'll discuss that after the break okay, uh, okay, okay. on the TV part. Yeah. Uh, but housework, we've been uh, uh, fixing the laundry room. Uh, we have a guest room that we want to tackle. I added some new light fixtures to our game room. Yeah, the housework's you know mostly you because I'm I'm working from home. Um, and yeah, but you are like the yay or naysayer too, <laughs> like. Can like, I throw this out? Yes. <laughs> I have a I have a friend who I'm not gonna say no names, but who uh, tells me like, I don't know how you can do that because it's either my way or the highway. You oh know who goodness. that person is? Uh huh. Um, cool. And it's like uh, no, but it's like I don't want to put something that he's not gonna like. That you know, it's it's us. We live here together, so we both have to enjoy this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you do in some way or another, uh, contribute, but, but we're tackling, we're going to be tackling that guest room, uh, with, um, my hoarding ass, which we named the room of requirement because it has a lot of stuff that you need and you don't need at the same time. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I need to like, just sit down and, and throw the stuff away. Um, I, you know, I'm sure there's listeners out there that have had hoarding issues. I have issues and it's not entirely, um, it's like a, it's a psychology, psychological thing. Um, but I'm, I'm getting better. You, you like pulled some stuff out and you're like, can I throw this away? And it's like expired by a year. And normally I'd be like, it's still good. (laughs) But I'm like, okay, I'm I'm trying to get better, and, and I'm I think you start are tackling. I think you a are. lot of stuff, uh, and we're gonna have a uh, fully functional um, guest room within a few months. Woohoo! So that's one good thing that will come out of this uh, pandemic. Awesome. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, the meth head was more viable. <laughs> Still more viable. <laughs> okay, guys, Pro we're gonna take park. We're gonna take a break. We're going to see if we can follow the white rabbit, and we'll be right back. Yay. And we are back. Uh, so we um, we purchased a new TV. Um, we had an issue with our old TV. Basically, the... Um, HDMI. The port. HDMIs one by one died, and then all of a sudden... Because we were using still using, able to use Netflix and stuff like that, because it was a smart TV... And then that just, it just died. Like, it wouldn't turn on anymore. So, uh, it, it was a few months ago when we finally replaced it. Um, and we got a nice HD... What, 4K. 4K TV. And I'm like, you know it would be a great movie to watch, you know, to christen our brand new TV? The Matrix. Yes. And it's, I've probably watched this movie, God, 30 times. But it's been 
about 10 or 15 years since I've watched it. Yeah, I watched it uh, a long time ago, and I've watched bits and pieces of it while, you know, it's on reruns on television. And, you know, you see a scene, and you want to see the action scene, and then you continue. But I haven't really fully seen the movie completely through in a really long time. Uh, The movie was originally released March 31st, 1999. The budget was $63 million, and the worldwide gross was 465 million. Impressive. Uh, it was directed by the Wachowskis. Uh, it starred Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, Joe Pantoliano, Martin Chong, Matt Doran, and Anthony Ray Parker. Uh, a computer hacker learns from mysterious rebels about the true nature of his reality and his role in the war against the, its controllers. So, um, this freaking movie holds up. I agree. I was into it. You know what I mean? Uh, the first thing, the, the first person, the main character you meet is Trinity. Mm-hmm. Right? And I read that based on, like, people's, like, test groups' reactions, you know, when they were, you know, testing the movie, um, people, like, freaking were like always every scene that was Trinity positive. was in was positive. Wow. And that's what got uh, Wonder Woman originally greenlit, the Joss Whedon Wonder Woman, because they're like, well, you know what? And if a woman can kick ass and be so positive for viewers, we can. And who did he have in mind for Wonder Woman at that time? Uh, Joss Whedon. Well, he said like the rumors are Kobe Smulders. He like made a comment after the movie was canceled, like, you know, I, I, we were never really uh, got to the casting stage, but, you know, in my mind, sorry, Colby, you know, type thing. Ah, um, uh, okay. All right. And, of course, Colby Smulders would go on to star in the Avengers, Joss Whedon's Avengers movies. As, yes. Uh, uh, Agent Maria Hill. Maria Hill, exactly. The movie itself, both behind and in front of the, the, the screen, was beyond its time. It used technology so advanced and it was a a groundbreaking film of its time. It dealt with uh, the future, technology, and just a fresh sci-fi that I don't think what has been tapped. I mean, I think the closest thing we can talk about that is like this is VR5. Yeah, well, that came out a few years before few years earlier, and I didn't... Um, I think I've said in the past, or, you know... Uh, that I didn't see The Matrix in the theater and I regret it so much. Um, And I was like very much into this type of um, virtual world type thing from the little one season show VR5 I've mentioned in the past starring Laurie Singer. If you know it, then we can be best friends. Um, It's just everything about this movie. I love Carrie Ann Moss. I've loved her from from shows that she had been in before, and this was her breakout role. You mentioned casting. Uh, a famous actress turned it down. Sandra Bullock turned it down. She says that she didn't... She, the reason why she turned it down is because she didn't like the studio's pick for, uh, for Neo. At the time, it wasn't Keanu Reeves, and it was before they brought it to Will Smith. It was Val Kilmer and someone else to play uh, Neo. And she says it's a... So Val Kilmer was going to be Morpheus? Yeah, I think so. Um, And she says that she regret it. 
she regrets uh, turning down the role, including Will Smith. It's another uh, famous fun fact that he turned down the role for the Matrix or of the Matrix for the role of Wild Wild West, Wild, Wild West. and that turned out hugely successful. Oh my God! Uh, well, I'm glad that Sandra Bullock turned it down because Carrie Ann Moss uh, is amazing, and Sandra Bullock has been in so so many other. Amazing thing, and she worked with Keanu Reeves in Speed, uh, in Speed a couple exactly. years before The Matrix. And there was another movie they reunited for, which I can't remember. Uh, that name. mailbox with the time traveler, yeah, 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 uh, romantic movie. Want, want. So well, there's a point in this movie. I want to say when when they take Neo to see the Oracle, and from that point on, it just keeps going and going and going, and I'm like. It doesn't stop, and you're just so into it. I it was like I have my movies of the year, and it was definitely my movie of 1999. It might have been my movie of the decade. I I have that written down somewhere. For me, I think where it really went into full throttle is when Neo saw the Deja Vu cat. Yeah, and yep. then he they had to hit, through, hit in the walls, and that's where Morpheus gets caught. And he's that's when he himself gets into the notion that he is the one. Yeah. Uh, and he had to go back and and save uh, Morpheus. It's a shame. Um, the team you mentioned as we were watching it that they killed the team off so fast and basically all of them, which sucks. The only survivor didn't make it to the sequel, unfortunately, and he famously was very upset about it. Um. I would like to rewatch the sequels with a new eye. Uh, the second one was I, weird as hell. It, it has amazing uh, special effects, but like some some weird fucking choices, you I, know. I would like to 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 see the the sequels as well. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I feel like at, at least at the time when I saw the sequels, I felt like Matrix. Reloaded in Matrix Revolutions. If they had been able to edit them down into one movie, it would have been a fucking amazing movie. But it's amazing. It does take a the sequels do take a a little bit away from from the original. The fighting scenes and the the action scenes were so tight and so beautiful. It was from uh, legendary Hong Kong stunt coordinator Wu Ping Yuan. Mm-hmm. Funny story, when the Wachowskis reached uh, Mr. Yuan to do the stunts, he said no. He said he liked the story, but he didn't want to do it. And the Wachowski kept on pressuring him. And he said that he asked for a exuberant amount of money thinking that they were going to back down, and they said, yeah, sure, why not? So that doesn't end there. He still didn't want to do it. (laughs) So then he told them, fine, if you want me to do it, I have to get complete and total control of the stunts, the action, the coordinating, everything. I am in control of that. And they said, sure, why not? So that's how that uh, team came to be, and then uh, Keanu and Carrie Ann spent four months training with uh, Mr. Yuang on a bunch of famous fighting uh, techniques and fighting shit. So that was. And I want to say, like, from my memories of the special effects, Carrie Ann Moss, I believe during training, like, broke her, her ankle. Yes. And it was this huge. 
like she she actually thought she was going to get fired and they they worked around it and she recovered and she was able to do her stunts um i i i Lawrence Fishburne is freaking amazing in this as well Hugo Weaving uh, is it a fantastic villain? Joe Pantoliano oh, is Hugo Weaving is amazing. Joe amazing Pantoliano, actor. Uh, this was the first thing I had seen jo- Joey Pants in, um, and he is is like is sort of the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he does an amazing job. It's funny or not funny, but a coincidence that uh, we watched the movie and I just happened to look online and see that uh, Joey Pants had been hit by a car. Mm. Uh, so he's recovering. I'm glad to hear that. Um, just an amazing movie. We're not gonna like go through scene by scene like normal. I don't know if we're gonna be doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if you have not seen The Matrix, sit down and watch it. You will not be sorry. Just have an open mind. If you need to take a break, when I originally saw it, I had to stop it, think about it, <laughs> and then like every 20 minutes, basically until like that. Like I said. From the Oracle scene to the rest, I was freaking hooked. You know what I, I mean? I don't think I got it until I saw this movie. Yeah. yeah. You, you you actually did have to make me pause and ask a couple of questions. Yeah, of course. I did. I really didn't didn't understand God. the basic of it, but I truly, truly now under, understand it. And, and it's a great, it. great fucking film. And, I love it. You know, it, it was even um, Archive as one of uh, the best films of our time. It is. Um, it is both technology wise and 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 not you know yeah it's wonderful i love it i know kung fu yes (laughs) i know kung fu uh do you know how to drive that thing i can tank i need a program for a (laughs) helicopter blah 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 that's fantastic and you know what trinity I know we we need to be like move on because we're trying to like, uh, but one of my favorite scenes is when um, Neo's getting ready to go save uh, Morpheus who has been kidnapped and is stuck in the Matrix, and uh, Trinity wants to come with him and he's like, no, I'm gonna do this alone. Yes. And Trinity makes this speech. Let me tell you something. I know you know. I know Morpheus amazing, more than you. Exactly. And. Y- I'm the captain of this ship and you'd better back down basically. And it's an, it's an amazing like woman's, um, how do you say it? Like, female empowerment. Female empowerment like, thing. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, yeah, I and get u- you. And ultimately, you know, the whole, the person she loves is the one is a little eye rolling, but it's I also, hated it. it's also a little beautiful because ultimately Neo would not have been the one he would not have woken up. She basically, in in this, she is Trinity. Love, love um, made him come to life. Like I never noticed like the actual uh, resemblance of the Holy Trinity. Basically, she is part of the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. She she could be Mary. You know what I mean? Who who had the one come to be? He would not have been, like you know, I, you know, it's, it's corny, but I, I, I kind of understand where they were coming with it. And I'm, I, I and I we were know. happy that we saw it on 4k in our awesome television. Um, if you guys have any other movie recommendation to see in beautiful 4k, 
Oh, uh, and now it's 8K now. I don't know. I, I don't know any difference. I don't understand I don't, that. I don't notice any I was having a conversation with all. you the other day, and it's and I told you, if my eyes are 2020 vision, perfect, clear vision, how isn't a television going to tell me, no, this is, <laughs> is even better, you know, yep. uh, for your Excuse eyes me. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. We'll probably talk about that in another podcast of like HD, 4K, 8K, and, and OLED and Curve. But on to the DVDs and music. So, new uh, DVDs out this week. A movie that you and I saw and I believe reviewed, Gretel and Hansel, is out. Love that movie. Uh, Bloodshot uh, is out. That's the Vin Diesel one. Well, it came out literally right before they shut everything down. And we couldn't watch it. So we have to maybe red box that. I still believe, which I believe is uh, one of those... What's Nicholas that? Sparks. Nicholas Sparks wow. movies. The Lodge came out. Greed. Ordinary Love. I don't know what Tigers Are Not Afraid is, but the the poster looks really cool, so I might want to see it. it looks like a horror movie. New music out um, coming out on May 8th. The Airborne Toxic Effect, which who I really like, have a new album called Hollywood Park. Okay. Haley Steinfeld, uh, who was in the um, Pitch Perfect sequels. Uh, has an album called Half Written Story. Um, and The Naked and the Famous, who I also like, have a album called Recover. Pretty, pretty cool. So you gave me the, the six degrees of separation. You know, next time we should like announce it at the beginning um, and see if our listeners can like figure it out by the end as well. Yeah. And the six degrees are Ashley Tisdale and Benedict Wong. Okay. Uh, So, Ashley Tisdale was in the high school musical franchise with one Zac Efron, who played young Simon on Firefly, but was also uh, in The Greatest Showman. Showman? Showman? Yeah. uh, With Michelle Williams. Uh, Michelle Williams was in Brokeback Mountain with Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal was in Spider-Man Homecoming with Tom Holland. And Tom Holland was in Avengers Endgame with Benedict Wong. Wow. A Marvel Six Degrees. Yep. And the fact of the week is the term blockbusters in movies originated in World War II when bombs would drop from planes and it would... Uh, destroy blocks so those bombs would be called blockbusters and it wasn't until huh. a little movie called Jaws opened up and uh, since movie theaters didn't have the amount of movie screens that we have today a bunch of those movies had to be waited in line and those lines would wrap around the block. Okay. So block, but oh, whoa, mind blown. Mind completely blown. Holy crap! So the term that we use today for blockbuster films has was coined due to Jaws and in the later film Star Wars as well. So ever since those movies became big million dollar hits, huge huge movies had tried to compete as well. Funny thing is. After that, after those two movies, you have Alien, Aliens 2, Indiana Jones, and a bunch more that also continued that blockbuster uh, 
Mo- motto. That is awesome. And that's the fact of the week, and you can do whatever you want with it because it's not mine. It belongs to Jaws's Jaws. In Martha's Vineyard. This is the end of the line <laughs> for this week's episode. We are glad that you guys allow us in your ears for your entertainment. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are being listened to. And follow us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's PressPlay. AR on Instagram. This has been another awesome episode of Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, I'm Riz. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.